Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Take TPV Radio with you 24-7. Just download live. 365 app from your Apple or Google Play Store. Like us on Facebook at TPV Radio or www.tpvradionetwork.com. Walk with us, family. Let's go! You're, you're, you're listening to TPV Virtual Radio. It's live right now on the Psalmist Voice, on the Psalmist Voice Radio Network. Yo, what's good? It's your boy, Josiah Khalid. Listen, you're listening to the Thomas Voice Radio. Walk with me. Let's go. You're listening to the hottest, most off-controversial, off-the-meters Christian radio station in the land. In the land. The Psalmist Voice Radio Network. Are you ready to walk, family? Let's go. To the two time Spin Award nominated, two time Stellar Award considered, controversial off the beat tech radio station in the land. It is your boy, the Thomas Voice, with an all star lineup just for you. Live on 365 Daily, and you can catch us on SB Live at TPC Radio. You never heard Christian radio quite like this. Like this. Get your fix 24-7 on the Psalmist Voice Radio Network. Radio Network.
You're listening to Saturday's Buffet with Sister Lorraine Brown and Roberta Joe. Right now, TPV Radio. TPV Radio.
You're listening to Saturday's Buffet with Sister Lorraine Brown and Roberta Joe. Right now, TPV Radio. TPV Radio. Good afternoon, good afternoon, good afternoon. Songwriter said, if you confess the Lord, call him up. If you confess the Lord, call him up. Uh, if you believe on the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, call him up. And then he goes on to say, I can't stop. I just can't stop praising his name. Because once you call upon the name of the Lord and you develop relationship with the Father, Son, and the Holy Ghost, you know that that's where your help comes from, and you can't stop praising him. Because God has delivered us from some things that only God could deliver us from. He's given us some some blessings in our life that no man had the power or the authority to give us. And when we realize that and we come to the point where we know that we know that we know and whom we put our trust, we can't stop praising his name. I remember uh, not long ago somebody had uh, a song, a, a, a statement out saying, um, a lady was deciding uh, she didn't want to serve God no more. And she went to her leadership and she said, you know what? I'm going back in the world. I don't want, I don't want this life. I don't want to serve God no more. I'm done, I'm done, I'm done, I'm done. So he told her, he says, uh, what? Now this, this is where wisdom kick in. This is where wisdom kick in. He said to her, he said, okay, okay. You want to go back? That's fine. That's fine. Go ahead. But I want you to do me a favor before you go back. She said, what is that? You know how when we get off, when we get away from God, we get hostile. Well, what is that? What do you want me to do? He said, I just want you to make a list for me. Make a list of all the things God has done for you in your life before you go back. And this could bring me that list. And she got, she sat down one day and started writing out that list the things God had done in her life. And when she got through, she had the same benediction that this songwriter got. I can't stop praising his name. I just can't stop praising his name. God has been good to us. Greetings, 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 Sister Roberta. How are you today? I just can't stop praising That's what I'm talking about. <laughs> That's exactly what I'm talking about. You can't stop, Sister Roberta. Can't stop. Can't stop. Amen. Elder John, Elder John, um, what you got to say about this can't stop? Can you stop, Elder John? Come again, Elder John. I didn't hear you. Elder, you might be on mute. I'm, I'm going to come back to you because I, w- I want to hear can you stop. Sister Tammy, can you stop praising his name? Can't stop, won't stop, as bad boys say. Can't stop, won't stop. <laughs> Praise <laughs> Yeah, uh uh-uh. Y'all trying to start a fire on the buffet early. Y'all going to burn the biscuits if you keep on doing that kind of stuff now. It's a blaze, now. Send it a blaze. Everybody got to do what everybody got to do. Every man's got to do what he feel like is right. And to me, I can't stop. Elder John, did you catch up yet? Because I want to know, can you stop praising his name? Bishop, we still got, I mean a bishop. Uh, uh, Pastor Chris, we still got 6801 on here. Can you hear me? Uh, yes. There you go. There he is. I'm going to find out, Pastor Chris, can he stop? Elder, can you stop? Amen. Can't stop. Get the camera for one second, man. 
Amen. Uh, Pastor Chris, I know you're holding the band, and I know you got many hats you got to wear, but I just need to know, because everybody, I need to know who's on the buffet today. We might have some stoppers on the buffet. We're going to ask you to leave. But, Pastor Chris, can you stop? Uh, you asked the wrong person that. Well, <laughs> I I couldn't stop. When they had me on my back in the hospital, when they told me I couldn't walk again, they couldn't, Ooh. I couldn't stop. When God opened up doors for our radio station to be noticed for the sellers and the spins, I can't stop Ooh. being a good father. I can't stop being a good minister, and I try to be Ooh. a good husband, but it's all good because I'm ready to rock and roll, and the band is ready to get it in. Let's in. Amen. Amen. That's that's how I feel today too. Last week I was a little weighted down, but this week I'm I'm seeing I'm seeing daylight. I'm seeing daylight. I'm I'm seeing hope in a hopeless situation. You know what? The devil meant it for harm. He meant it for harm. He intended for it to be harmful. He didn't he didn't do this just to be doing something. When he when he shot that arrow that he shot into my family, he was trying to kill, steal, and destroy. But then I thank God that I didn't stop on the scripture where he was stealing, killing, and destroying. We went on to read that God came that we might have life and have life more abundantly. Went on to say that greater is he who lives on the inside of us than he who lives in the world. Went on to read about God makes us complete and makes us whole, and we don't have to lack anything in our life. And Sister Roberta, I'm going to let you quote your very favorite scripture about the confidence. I love to hear you talk about it. What's that scripture, Sister Roberta? This is the confidence that we have in him. If we act anything according to his word. Anything, Sister Roberta? Anything. Anything we have. We have what Uh-oh. we have. Hallelujah. Glory you know what? When she quotes that scripture, Pastor Chris, she believes it. That's why I love to hear her yes, say ma'am. it. See, I can, I can say what she's saying, but if I don't know what she knows, and I don't believe the way she believes, I'm just talking. And and the songwriter, the old world, the songwriter, they had some good points in the world. The world wasn't just all bad people. The world did say some things to us sometimes that made a whole lot of sense. And the songwriter sometimes said, you just talking loud and ain't saying nothing. But I love the fact that when we meet the saints of God, and they've walked on, the, they've been on the battlefield, they've been wounded, but they, they know that God has spared their life. They come away, that thing hit different when you've been shot, shot at, and when you've been shot, when you've been shot down oh. and God had to come and meet you on the battlefield and heal your wounds and put you back in the, in the lineup. I love it, I love it, I love it. Yes, indeed, we're in warfare. Saints of God, we are in warfare. And one of the biggest demons that we're fighting, wait for it, is fear. We're fighting the demon mm. of fear. And fear has come into the heart and the mind and the life of the believer and have caused us Uh-oh. to walk away from belief and walk into the lane of doubt and unbelief. And I come to rescue you today by the Holy Ghost. I come to shed light on doubt and unbelief. I come to stir up the faith of God that was placed in you way back before you even knew it was a place. Because we don't, we don't come in this world and find faith on the ground. We come in this world with a measure. Oh, my God. I love it when I come to the buffet and I'm hungry and ain't got nothing to eat. Because God becomes responsible to feed us manna from heaven. I love the fact that every man, every woman,
woman has already been given a measure of faith. Now, 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 what did you do with your measure? Did you put your measure in the drawer and close the drawer so you wouldn't lose it? Or did you put your measure to work so that it would increase? Sister Roberta, I'm going to give this to you and let you go ahead and do what you do. Because I, as far as I'm concerned, I just dropped my mic. I just dropped my mic. Sister Roberta, verse 11 is where we start. But you ain't got to start on now, verse. Go with what God gave you. Hallelujah. <laughs> wow, this is awesome. This is awesome. Because you know what? Right now, it's all in praise. It's all in thanking God. Regardless of what we're going through, we can begin to thank Him. And we, we live in fear because of, because of the unknown. We don't, we, we uh-huh. don't have to live in fear because we already know we won. We have the Amen. So this fear comes from not knowing what's coming, what, what we're, what's going to happen. But we already uh-huh. know because we have the confidence in him. And he's already told us that in him we are more than conquerors. So it doesn't matter what we have to conquer. We know this, that we are more than a conqueror. And that Amen. we're going to conquer. Amen. You can't conquer if, you can't, if you're not winning. So that means hmm. then you're going to win no matter what. You're going to win. Hmm. You're going to win. You're going to win. You're going to win. And that's where believers have to come to the place where, even like Brother uh, Pastor Chris said, when they said, you couldn't walk. Jesus said, you won. You've already mm-hmm. won. He's already, he had already won the victory. The doctor mm-hmm. gave their report. But he said, I'm a believer report of the Lord. I believe God. Hmm. So that's where we have to go, no matter what the doctors say, no matter what the lawyers say. We believe the report of the Lord because you're always going to get two reports. There's always going to be two reports. And mm-hmm, you believe. Mm-hmm. And we come with the belief, the trust that we've been talking about, that we can believe mm-hmm. God. We're in a war. We're in a battle. And yes. a, battle is not, a battle is not to be parted. We're not parted. We're fighting. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We're on the warfare. And the warfare means that, hey, I got to get ready. I got. I might have to hit the ground and crawl mm-hmm. over my belly to get mm-hmm. to safety. But I know this. I'm going to get to the other side. Amen. Amen. You know what I'm reminded, Roberta, of something you said, too, about taking the, the facts to the truth? <laughs> Take the facts. That's a fact. But the truth. The doctor said he ain't going to walk. That was a fact, wasn't it? That was a fact. But the X-ray told him, didn't it? But when he took it to the truth. (laughs) 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 You know what I feel like, Pastor Chris? I feel like when I was in the streets and I said, party over here. (laughs) Party over there. Mm -hmm. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. You took took the facts to the truth. And my God, that's when facts became a lie. My God, my God. And Roberta got this thing she Somebody said, uh, like something about wet to the water or something she said. She got all kind of little sayings, but my God, this is awesome already. Sister Tammy, how have your week been? Oof. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. It, it, it's Praise the Lord. You know, uh, Amen. so many are trying to send the children back with this pandemic, and this is a great topic, you know, because we are fearful, mm-hmm. and, um, mm-hmm. but you know you gotta let faith arise. You Amen. Gotta let faith arise. You know you gotta seek comfort and ease the stages of life. So, um, Amen. Definitely speak the word. 
speak the word over You know, Sister Tammy, I believe that, that God is, is, is taking us back to where we were, in a sense. Like, we used to wouldn't yeah. send our children out, out, out of the house uncovered. But we had gotten mm-hmm. a little com- comfortable in this thing. We stopped feeding the blood of Jesus on when they go out the door. We give them a, we give them a peanut butter sandwich and send them out. But that peanut butter okay. sandwich only going to feed that body. They needed something on the spirit, in the realm oh, of the spirit. Too. And we, we had gotten laxed in that. Many people were not praying over their children and for their children as they exited the house. But I guarantee you this, in this pandemic, if we send our children out that door, I bet you we're going to go back to covering them. We're going to set something right. to them. We're going to just send them out with that peanut butter and jelly sandwich this time. That's Amen. Right. Or you're going mm-hmm. to come and cross my path and everyone that I touch, they don't know the oil has already been consecrated before I come Amen. in, so they don't know. I'm still mm-hmm. covering them. You know? Amen. Amen. Yeah, that's the difference in having a, a godly a leader versus an ungodly leader. That was one of the things that uh, sister, the late Sister Lagarde uh, uh, specialized in. When I took my children to her, I knew that they were being taught the things of God. I knew that they were being given good morals and values because she was a woman of God. I knew that. Amen. Hallelujah. Brother John, how have your week been, sir? Amen. Week has been great, but still in the battlefield. Amen. 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 We still have, have need to pray. We still have need to trust God. Amen. So much going on. And even if it does not hit our immediate life, it's things going on in people's lives that we coming in contact with, we're rubbing shoulders with. And it's hard to be in, at peace in your life and watch another person near and dear to you suffer. That's a hard, thing to, that's a hard thing to do. So we're compelled to pray for others and to lift them up in prayer. Amen, amen, amen. Uh, Pastor Chris, we may as well ask about your week as well. How have your week been? Well, my week has been trying to say the least. I've been having some issues with my implant, which was causing me not to walk. So I'm in pain. But when it comes to doing the things of God, I got to tell you, I get a freedom. Within the two hours that I do a show or preach the gospel or whatever it is that has to do with God, there is no pain. Why? Because Amen. God has my back and I can do what's necessary to let the word of the Lord go forth without distraction. Amen. See, God Amen. is covering Amen. his people in this season. We're talking about the full armor in chapter, I'm sorry, in verse 11. But see, we have mm-hmm. to understand we can't build our armor, sis, without relationship. We can't build mm-hmm. our armor without going through something. We can't build Amen. our armor without taking our sword and knocking the devil's head clean off. Let me pump my mm. brakes because I'm fired up right now <laughs> and I don't want to take over the show. So, sis, Amen. Back you. Since you're going to touch that, I, I, I'm, I'm going to open up a can of worms myself. I, I've, I've had, I've, I've, I've listened to people say, let's go back to normal. Let's, let's, let's return back to normal. I, I, I want to go back to what we, where we were. Well, I, I have a question. Is where we were, where we were supposed to be? Or were we simply existing? Was there something else we needed to, to be doing is that the reason why we got such a shake-up or t- uh, upside-down turn in this world now? 
do we really want to return back to, to things as usual or do we really want to get on the same page with God and begin to go forth in power and authority in the realm of the spirit well me personally I don't even know how to return back to quote unquote the normal because this whole thing has changed me so if even even if things return back to no mass I'm still a different person on the inside well brother what do you say about Let's go back to what we had. Sister Roberta? Yes. Once you leave once you leave a spot, you can't ever return back. Because you don't fit the same somehow or another it doesn't fit the same way. Because things have happened in the meantime to expand or 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 draw draw you closer or Mm-hmm. There's so many things that have happened till you don't return back. And God always told us to press forward. Mm. Mm. It's to go forward. We don't go backwards. When we go back, mm-hmm. we turn, you know, the person that, that went back turned to a pillar of salt. And he even told That's us right. to press forward. We're to press forward. Our, our job is to, okay, you learn what you learned back there, now move forward. Mm-hmm. Don't go back. Mm-hmm. Go back. If you go back, you remain the same. That's true. That's true. If I return back, I remain in the same spot I was in. So he moved us out of that spot so we can go forward. Mm-hmm. So we learn. I agree with we'll that. So I don't believe we'll ever go back. Yes. We're going to move forward. We're going to learn Amen. from what, what we went through, and we're going to be. It's, it's it's a growing process, and we have to. It should have brought us. A, a closer relationship with with the Lord, as as uh, Pastor Chris always say, it's all about relationship with Him. It's all about what you learn about Him. Oh man, complain. He said, "Oh, that I may know Him." Mm-hmm. Nothing else. Him, know Him. Our whole life on this earth is finding out who Jesus is. Amen. What Jesus wants to do. So um, the more we 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 uh, grow in grace and the knowledge of Him. We can't go back. Amen. Amen. And and, and we, we're really not ready. If, even if it was intended for us to go back, we really are not ready to go back. And I say that because of this. We can't take we can't take the things that we picked up while we've been in this place back with us, such as the fear. God has no use for fear. He never told us. He said, I didn't even give you that spirit. He said, if you picked up the spirit of fear, you didn't get that from me. He gave us courageous yeah. spirits. He gave us spirits of faith. Spirits that can speak what wasn't as though it was and didn't see it be. My God, my God. <laughs> A spirit that can speak that ain't. That that yeah. stuff that okay, maybe 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 we got some doctors on here. Speak the things that isn't as though it's <laughs> is as is. And see it come to pass. And for the people that didn't go to that 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 flunked out of school, speak the thing that ain't as though it is, and see it come. Not only God can do that. I think it's just amazing how God worked this thing out in us and and give us what to do and how to do it. Brother John, would you like to speak on going back to what it was? Amen. The only going back that um, God is trying to give to us back to Him is our first love. Amen. Mhm. Mhm. Very good. Very good. 
I I think the same way. I, I, I believe I believe today at the buffet we're on one accord. All of us got a spoonful of corn on our plate and some green beans. So far gone on now. Uh, Sister Tammy, what do you think about going back to what we were? Well, to be technical, when we were in that place, we were trying to get to this place we are now. So we can never go back. We prayed as a body of Christ that when we were in that state, that God will bring us to a heart of repentance, that our mm-hmm. people will humble ourselves. We will mm-hmm. turn from the wickedness. Mm-hmm. So we're never, ever going back. We always are moving forward, as my mother said. So now this time, we change our prayers. Mm-hmm. From the same thing we spoke before, way back when, when I was a little girl, up until mm-hmm. who knows when. The same prayer that we were praying. Now we got to add a little seasoning on that prayer. Amen. We got to add some more to it. So, amen. And we really see it. We're really in a in a really really different place because when we look at the lives that have 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 been affected by this pandemic, and how many families have been affected by it, we we turn on the the TV and we hear doctors and nurses talk about their experience. And these are, are, are people that we've, we've had in our life, all our life, we just see them talk. But now they're having emotion. They have, they're, they're breaking down on the camera. I saw a doctor on the, yesterday on the news, and she was talking about uh, in my area where I am, in the rural area, she only had 100 uh, shots for all of those people in her area, and she began to cry. She said that she had lost two dear family members to Corona and she began to cry and, and, and just seeing the emotional effects of this pandemic and how people are, some people are using this time to come together while others are thinking that it's a separate time of separation. It is not. It is a time to come together and be unified. Uh, and, and I believe that in a lot of areas we are seeing that happen, but it all comes from the fact that we have decided to go to war against our enemies. And that leads us into our verse on uh, Ephesians chapter 6. We stopped at uh, verse 11 where it says, Put on the whole armor of God, that ye may be able to stand against the wiles of the devil. And what are the wiles of the devil? Lies, tricks, you name it. Sister Roberta, would you like to touch uh, 11? Yes, uh, the wiles of the devil. Put on, that means something that when you put it on, when you put on, when once we receive Christ, uh, Jesus lives on the inside of us. And we begin to put on the, uh, uh, the whole armor. And he begin to tell us what the armor is, the, the armors of God. And wise of the, like you say, the schemes, deception, the uh, things that the devil brings to us. The only way we can know what they are, that we have the, the, the scriptures that would tell us to would expose the devil, and that's the why to expose him, to show him for who he is, because he he's a devil. But we have to remember that for us, he's a defeated foe. He's already defeated, and most of the time, he gets in our head to have us thinking that he can do do something to us or against us when he can't. But if we put if he put that in our head and we operate on what we think and not on what the Word of God says, then he's successful. That's why we have to put it on. We put it on. We put it on. And that's why it's so important that you have to get in the word of God and study. Read the word for yourself. Because if you don't know uh, uh, what his tricks are, he's going he to trick you. 
got to know his tricks. You got to know the things that he used. The same thing he used on Adam and Eve in the in the garden. He's using the same same methods today, same identical methods. And that's what we as believers have to say. Okay, we know we're fighting a real enemy. So how do I come against this enemy that I'm fighting? Because he's an invisible enemy. He's not a. He, you can't see it. He's a spirit. So you have to fight him with the spirit, the spirit of God. And God, go, as we go on, we'll find out what the what the weapons are that He gives us to use against the enemy. Amen. But uh, Elder John, can you say that many times we fail because when the enemy comes up against us and he uses people, that we fail because we go after people and not uh, not deal with the spirit behind the person? Can you say that that would be one of the main reasons why we fail in this warfare? Amen. That is one of the main reasons why we fail. Uh, forgetting that um, the devil is our ultimate enemy, and his goal is trying to get us off course and far away from God as possible, and he don't care who he used to get us off base. Amen? Amen. Amen. And you know, Sister, Sister Tammy, and when, when you get to a certain place in your life and, and you begin to slow your roll, and there are a lot of things you're no longer able to do, so now you have to find a different means of doing it, when I look back at my parenting skills and as who I am as a grandmother, had I really applied what I know now, um, a lot of things I would not have done. So as a, as a parent, it's the same uh, concept that when our children are acting out, there's a spirit that we need to address. I understand spanking. I'm not saying don't spank a child. That's not me now. But I'm just saying that there's also some praying that needs to happen it, uh, to go along with laying of hands. And uh, as a parent, do you find yourself applying these skills of warfare uh, with your children? Oh, most definitely. Even in that time of them acting out, I call the spirit out right then and there, and I look at them in their face, and I let them know, I'm not talking to you, but that spirit inside of you, you're going to come out of this household because this don't reside mm-hmm. in this house. This house is the house of the Lord. So absolutely. Amen. So I let Amen. Know too, you know, even in laying on the hands and tearing each other up, that's the spirit. And now we're going to sit down together to backtrack where you picked it up from. Let's Amen. do the research that we know what happens next. You... Amen. I believe that this is some uh, uh, life-changing uh, information and revelation that God has given the people of God through the Saturday's buffet because uh, like I said, a lot of things that I've come to know, I did not know when I was in the position to to do a better job as a parent. So the only thing I can do now is, is repent and try and help my uh, grandchildren. Uh, as we move forward to verse 12, where it says, for we wrestle, and, and listen, uh, saints, if, 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 if I'm moving forward and you still got something uh, you want to say uh, on, on another verse, just, just simply stop me. I, I'll do that. Uh, Pastor Chris, I didn't let you weigh in. I didn't hear you. Lorraine, one thing I wanted to to add to the devil, he uses discouragement and frustration, confusion, Mm -hmm. and uh, moral failures. And and, and he also used uh, theology and doctrine. He uses all that. That, Mm -hmm. Those are are armors that, you know, weapons that he used Mm -hmm. as well. So it don't don't necessarily, sometimes it can come as through a scripture. Mm-hmm. He uses scriptures. You know, we you know we always try to focus on the devil being bad and 
uses things bad, but sometimes he uses the scripture. Hmm. And that's why it's important that we know the scripture and know for ourselves, you know, that we can recognize, you know, we we definitely, Christians need discernment. They need to discern mm-hmm. what's of God and what's not. And actually the spirit of God that's in you will, will also, you, you you know, you might not understand, even as a new Christian, you say, oh, it's right. I, I can't get that. Something, something ain't right. Mm-hmm. So learn mm-hmm. how to listen to the spirit of God in you. Amen. You know, when you learn how Amen. to listen to the Spirit of God in you, and you, you know, you, you have a question, but you don't know, you know, you, you don't feel you're spiritual enough, or you, you deep enough in the Word of God, but, you know, He just told us to have a grain of mustard seed of faith, you know, believe, mm-hmm. and that's that's what it takes. But sometimes He uses those things as well, you know. Uh, uh, those are some of the the wiles of the devil. And our relationship, uh, our relationship with God weighs heavily on on that too and and it's just like a natural relationship if i'm in a relationship with you and i get to know who you are any and everybody can come side of me and tell me things about you because i know you for myself and they say well you know they they caught roberta stealing that came out i'm gonna say no she wasn't stealing i, I don't believe that I, I don't know how to be that kind of person and, and and so that's the same thing in the in the realm of the spirit when you know you're a god he knows you, but do you know your God? When you know your God and things come at you, you'll say, in the name of Jesus, Satan the Lord rebuke you. Because you know that, that that's not God is not the author of confusion. So that confusion that, that you're surrounded by, God didn't orchestrate that. He can use it. He, he has used things that the enemy has done in our life, but he's not the author of it. He's not the author of lies. There are no lies in God. Amen. Pastor Chris, you want to weigh in on putting that armor on? Yes, ma'am. I I think the problem is that we were never taught basic training. Mm. What do I mean by that? We tap dance around the armor. We talk about the armor, what it does. But have we actually had the military mindset and the then we have military vets on the table right now you have to go through basic training in order for you to go forward this is the same problem we have in some of our churches we mm-hmm. are we're we're so busy trying to do everything else try to say everything else but we don't ever build the, the body of believers against the spiritual warfare we have to face. We talk about blessing. We talk about everything being nice and rosy. But when you are a true believer of Jesus Christ, you are going to go through some stuff. See, we've given so many people the false representation that they're not going to go through nothing. That's why their armor's broke. That's why they feel defeated. That's why this coronavirus is getting people all jacked up. See, God is telling us something. He wants mm-hmm. his relationship with his people, period. And mm-hmm. this is what we have to concentrate on. If your armor is broke, we got to go back to the blacksmith, which is Jesus Christ, to get that armor made whole again. We have to Amen. go back to the source. I said that last week. We have to go back to our first love, and the first love is Jesus Christ. Yes, everything in life's not going to always be peachy. 
your husband, your wife going to get on your nerves. Your grandkids going to get on your nerves. Everybody at your job going to be tripping. But see, the problem is if you don't have basic skills, all those things are going to weigh on you, and you're going to feel some kind of way about being a believer. The result and the solution to that problem is to go back to your first love, and that's getting the word of God inside of you and developing your relationship with Jesus Christ. Well, I'm going to pump my brakes. So, Sister Brown, back to you. And to, bear, and to bear witness to what you just said, verse 12 says, why do we need to go back to our first love? Why do we need to tap into the realm of the spirit with God? Why do we need to do that? Because for we wrestle not against flesh and blood. Our fight is not against people but against principalities, against powers, against the rulers of darkness of this world, against spiritual wickedness in high places. We're fighting a spiritual war, and if we pick up a gun, that is a, that is a natural weapon that cannot touch or harm a spiritual entity. So we're fighting a losing battle otherwise. Uh, our weapons of mass destruction is prayer, is faith in God, is believing God, is trusting God. That, those are our weapons. Speaking that, that be not as those worlds by faith, knowing the will of God for our life and standing on the promises of God, which are yea and amen. If God says, Lorraine, go to the other side, the devil is not going to just let me go over there. He's going to try to come and tell me through, through people, you shouldn't go over there. Corona over there. Did God, did God know Corona was over there before he told me to go? Sure he did. But he told me to go. He didn't, he didn't, get, he didn't put any, any uh, ifs, ands, or buts with my go. He didn't say, go if you feel safe. He didn't say, go if you've taken your aspirin for the day. He said, go to the other side. And if he told us to go to the other side, he has made, he has made provisions for the vision. And so what happens a lot of times, we don't have a vision. So we never tap into the provision because we never saw the plan. We never allowed God to show us his plan or show us what he would have us to, to see in order to go where he want us to go. And sometimes God don't show us nothing. He just simply tell us to go. That's why we need to know who he is. We need to know his voice so that when he speaks, we'll move out. When you hear mama, the Holy Ghost just told me this, y'all. When you hear mama holler, Junior! From the other room, you don't question, was that mama? Did she call me? You know it was mama. And you know by her tone what's going on. Whether she wants you to come and pass her the remote, or come and bring her a drink of water, or come inside and whoop your tail. You know that from her tone. So there's an there's a, there's a urgency in the land. And God is saying, the enemy is running around putting people in fear. But I'm assigning the saints of God who have relationship with me, who know my voice, to be a sound upon the earth that says, greater is he who is in you, saints of God, than he who is in the world. That's, those are the types of messages that God is putting forth on the earth. But we have gone another way with the message. You know what we're saying? We need a bigger cathedral. We need to build, we need to pave the parking lot. Ain't nothing wrong with the parking lot. That, that is not what God is saying in this hour. God is concerned about people. We're concerned about parking lot. If it's a pothole, let me run in a pothole, but let me run in there by faith. Don't let me run in there and I'm empty. 
and I'm void of the things of God going on in my life. We got these expensive buildings, million-dollar buildings, and you go inside, and the people got 50-cent spirits. Now, I don't know about Uh-oh. you. I see something wrong with that. The building costs more than the, and worth more than the value of the people in the building. But we say we know God. Come on, Sister Roberta. We wrestle not against flesh and blood, sis. Are you trying to get us in trouble? Are you trying to get us in trouble? But I, it's, it's good trouble. Too it's late. Pastor <laughs> Chris, you are. You know you do it. <laughs> that is so true because we're, we're, we're too busy uh, building. Uh, building. And I remember what God told me one day. He told me, he said, I did not tell men to build cathedrals and domes. He said, I told them to build the family. And they're doing Uh-oh. everything but what I told them to do. Mm-hmm. He said, I said, I said, well, God, why are you telling me? He said, because I'm getting ready to judge. Mm-hmm. So, and I believe that that, that is happening because he told, he, it was all about the family. It wasn't about the building. He has mm-hmm. never met it, meant it to be about the building. But we took the building and made a God out of the building. Sure There's enough. so much flesh in the building that when you walk in now, you don't walk in to see maybe the, the, the picture of a dove which represents the spirit. You see men and women pictures. Lord Jesus. You don't yep. see God. You you see you see you know, and you when you first come in this big picture of a human being to worship. Mhm. And mm-hmm. not the spirit of God. But we as believers have to come to back to back to him. Back to what he told us. He said, seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness and all these things. He called them things. He didn't even call them blessings. But he said, seek yep. him first. When we begin to seek him, it's so often when a person come in the church with a problem, having having struggles, nobody tells them about these almost, about the weapons. The weapons of our warfare, they're not colonel. Mm-hmm. Nobody teaches them, okay, what, okay, say for instance, I have a problem with, with unforgiveness. Nobody set me down and give me these scriptures on forgiveness and teach me right. how to, to work these things out in me so that I can have so that I can have a, a power and authority over them. He said, I've given you authority over the enemy. And that's the authority. The authority is to, to, to speak God's word. The authority is not that you walk in unforgiveness, but you walk in forgiveness. Hmm. And according to the word, until it's done. I ain't talking about, you know, one or two times because it, it takes more than that. And we don't want mm-hmm. to, to, to teach people how to walk, how to, to, to use the armor that we the armor that we have, the training. Yeah. I agree, the training. You know, the mm-hmm. six, the, uh, it takes the military, what is six or eight weeks to, to deprogram and train you how to use yep. that weapon. Nobody, we don't know how to use our weapon. Mm-hmm. We don't know mm-hmm. how to use our weapon. And, and we could be... A hundred years old in Christianity still don't know how to feel that unforgiveness, bitterness, anger, hatred in our hearts because we can't use it. We don't know how to use the weapon. And we've been in we've been in this battle for a long time. But hmm. who taught me? Who taught me? I my husband has guns here, but I, I do not know how to use them. Mm-hmm. They weapons. They powerful. But if I don't know mm-hmm. how to use them, what I mean, it's not going to help me when I need I, I need the weapon, but I can't. I got it. I don't know how to use it. So that's what that's wow. today's Christians don't know how to use the weapon. That's true. Of our warfare. 
because we're walking through it because all we're concerned about the jumping the shop, you know, bring the money, and, you know, we get a bigger building, we get a bigger this, a bigger that. Look, look what the Lord has done. That's good talk. Wounded. No, I didn't stop you. That's good talk. That's good talk right there. Yeah, wounded. And we want to be we want to be professors and doctors and everybody sick in the church. Mm-hmm. Nobody getting healed. Nobody nobody getting cured from anything. But it's a doctor in the pulpit. Mm. Come My on. Lord. Uh-oh. Mm. Jesus. Mm. Everybody's <laughs> No. That's it. We have to learn how to use the weapon of our warfare. And the way you use that weapon is you got to go back to the Word of God. What do God, if you have, and forget, what do God say? And then you begin to apply that Word. And that works in everything. Not just, I just said forgiveness because that's what, that's one of the big ones. Even fear, like Lorraine said, fear. Go back mm-hmm. and take, God said he hasn't given me the spirit of fear, but a power of love and a sound mind. That's my weapon. That's what mm-hmm. I got to use. That's my weapon. Because my weapon, right. which is fear, I got to use the whip, the weapon that the scripture says that they're given me. You know, another problem, Sister Roberta, in the church is, we have to come. We have to come in the church. Well, we feel like we got to come in the church and disguise ourselves. I come in there. Uh-oh. I'm a whore. I'm, I'm a whore. I'm a, I'm a whore. I've been a whore a long time. But I'm going to pull my dress down when I come into church, and I'm not going to expose my whoredom until one of the deacons let me know it's, it's all right to it display it with him. But we don't want to deal with truth. We don't want to deal with real stuff. We want it, we want it to look what? holy. But it's really not holy. Go yeah, ahead, sis. The, the, the sister in there scared you're going to tap with her. Oh, my God. There you go. you go. She, she got the fear of she know she don't she know that relationship is not what it's supposed to be, and she mm-hmm. said, "Oh, look at you looking at me. instead of her loving you, and she mm-hmm. love you to the place." But she ain't got to tell you nothing about what makes your dress is. The next Sunday she'll come in and you got to dress to your knees mm-hmm. because the Holy Spirit got to convict you of what right. to wear because she yep. she's cleaning you up from inside out, not outside you. And we're so good at that. We're so good to make people feel bad. You know, I, I remember uh, a young lady, she just come out the world, you know. I mean, just, just I mean, wanting what we had. And one of the mothers of the church, she wore a short sleeve shirt. And one of the mothers, oh, you know, where? I said, leave her alone. She just got in. Mm-hmm. Why do you want to run her out? She just got in. Let her get in to get the word to know what God want her to wear. Let him talk to her. Because you wanted her to look like you, you know what that reminded the mother of what she used to be. Amen. 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 Uh-oh. So you know, we don't want to be reminded because most of us never been delivered. Mm. Uh-oh. That's right. That's right. We learn how to hide stuff. That's we right. Learn how to hide. <laughs> But that goes to one of the other weapons that the spiritual weapons we talked about. We talked about fear is a is a is a is a tool that the enemy uses. But then we talked about the weapon that can combat. Then that we need to talk about love and mercy and grace and peace. All of those things are weapons. But like you say, we have these weapons in our hand, but we don't know how to use them. Exactly. If you haven't had, and, and even the world know how to give you a gun class. 
And you, you can't get your license to carry a gun until you've gone through the class and passed it. Exactly. When we come into the church and we, we be given titles. Okay, missionary, missionary Lorraine, Elder Lorraine, you send me out there in that world. And them devils is out there going to do me just like they did the sons of Skeba. They going to tear me up because I don't know how to use my weapon. You ain't taught me that. You just gave me a title. But do you know something, Lorraine? I think one of the things that, that's so missing in the church, and it, you know, and, and that is when a person comes to the church, I think the book of John should be taught to know who they accepted. They've accepted Jesus as their personal Savior. John tells you all about Jesus. Tell you all about the Spirit of God. It tells you about the Holy Ghost. How you're supposed to be. How He's supposed to lead and guide you into all truth. And and these things that people are in the church, but so many people do not know this. They don't know. Nope. They don't know that the Spirit of God is there to train you, to teach you, to lead and guide mm-hmm. you into all truth. They still mm-hmm. looking for the pastor or the sister or the this to to train me my, what my pastor say, but what the Holy Ghost says. We do say that, Roberta. I'm guilty. We do say that. What Pastor says, <laughs> Pastor needs the same well, thing I well. need. The Holy Spirit. No. Pastor Chris, the ain't Holy nobody Spirit. gonna turn you loose to tell the show. So just sit there and be quiet. <laughs> ain't nobody gonna turn you loose. Roberta, don't you let Pastor Chris out there stall. Hey, I'm ready for him because I'm over. I'm ready for the band. I'm telling you, I'm. I'm, I'm gonna let I'm gonna let Elder John and, and uh, Tammy out first because we might have to close the show if we let Pastor Chris out. <laughs> Elder John, as you as you move forward in the things of God and as you grow in grace and in the in the uh, knowledge of God, don't you see a lot of the things that we make first and foremost in the church is far from really our mission in life as far as God is concerned, sir. Amen. Yes, man. But not, not to tie in um, the other two scriptures where everybody kind of mentioned. Um, y'all said some very key things that's, that's really needed um, in the body and, like I said, to be more honest and open. Um, Jeremiah mm-hmm. told us about, Jeremiah told us about the, 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 both the prophet and the priest are profane. And in my house, I found their wickedness. We need to address the stuff that was found in the body of Christ, the wickedness that has been seen. Amen. Mm-hmm. And we spoke our mm-hmm. mission is to, to win souls to witness for, for Christ. Um, it's not in building bigger buildings or bigger efforts right. things of that nature. It's supposed to be uh, winning souls for the kingdom. And mm-hmm. like Paul said, I fought, said, I fought the good fight. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I finished my course. So he's letting us know for then we're in a battle. And we yeah. also got to understand that before you take one step on the battlefield, you need you got to be make sure you dress to go to battle. So we need to be preparing um, Christians for the battle to make sure they got their mm-hmm. proper gear on, proper equipment, so they can survive. So here mm-hmm. we concentrate all these things, but not building up the spiritual man. And people are dying left and right because we're not teaching them, or they haven't been mm-hmm. taught. And that's why God has taken us back to the first love, like He told us. Can you hear what the Spirit saying to the churches? I have mm-hmm. a heart against you because you've gotten your first love. So we need to go back to teaching these basics so we can survive in this battle. Amen. Amen. We we're being divided, uh, Elder John. We're being divided in the body of Christ, and therefore we're being conquered. Divide and conquer. So we need to make up our own minds to come together and to 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 love on each other and be be the church. You know, nobody nobody have to make us be church. Just allow the Holy mm-hmm. Spirit to bring us. And, and gel us together. Like like this buffet. This is Holy Ghost doing this. 
This is Holy mm-hmm. Ghost doing it. That's why we're together. That's why we are on the same uh, page uh, every Saturday because we have a ta- we've been given a task to do, and that task is to share the good news with the people. And if we come to this buffet any Saturday and we don't have that in our heart to do, we should stay home and drink some Kool-Aid because we're, mm. we're of non-effect. Sister Tammy, you're a young woman. And I know that when you look at things, you look at them from the, from the platform in which you stand on. Sister Roberta and I have been where you are. You you have to get where we are as far as age is concerned. Not not saying you don't know anything. Uh, you don't know what we know. You just haven't lived as long as we've lived. As a young woman, when you come into the house of God and you 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 sit down and you look around at what's being made available to you, are your needs being met, Sister Tammy, by the church spiritually? Mm-hmm. Sister Tammy, did we take your breath away? Or did you step away? Look like Sister Tammy just stepped away, past the Creed. Can you guys hear me? Can you guys hear me? I hear you now, baby. I hear you now, love. Oh, okay. Oh, okay, okay. Absolutely not. Absolutely not. (laughs) And I say that to say this. They wrestling flesh and blood. They wrestling principalities. They wrestling powers. They wrestling the darkness. They wrestling against the spiritual wickedness themselves. And the only thing they're doing in the church is rearranging the furniture. Just My like Lord. they did on getting ready for a ballroom. They're getting ready for show, for fashion, but have not got their own self together before they break that pulpit. Because the Bible said, how can you win me and you ain't won your household? Mm. Mm. You haven't won your household, so you oh, just got an argument with her. But now you want to come up here and tell me I'm wrong because my kid is disobedient. Well, let's sit down and talk Mm. about this together. Mm. Let's sit down and talk about this together. You know, so absolutely not. Had I not had the foundation that my mother instilled in me, then I'd be Mm -hmm. out of the world. I wouldn't know Because if I have Mm -hmm. to base it off of what I've been through up until Mm -hmm. now, I wouldn't be in church. Amen. The world has more to offer Because hmm. they know the principle Of multiplying They know the principle of blessing They know the principle man you in the world but I'm accepting Where that what you got But just like she said the mothers in the church You want to condemn me for what I got on And I would try because mm-hmm. you know I'm that, I'm that type of um, Saint And I'm not <clears throat> defiant But I would try I would test my past I still will go in there one Sunday with them heels Hooker boots and everything But it's classy you ain't seen nothing mm-hmm. But I'm classy you know what I'm saying? And they looking like, oh, my God. I would mm-hmm. never put that on. That's you. I didn't, I didn't entice my brother. I didn't, you know, I was modest with everything I got on. But that's you. And, you know, uh, we, we did too much of that, Mr. Tammy. We judged the character of the person by the outer appearance of the person. We didn't, we didn't follow that person home to find out that what they had on was all they had. And and more than anything, like Sister Roberta said, the heart of the woman was, I want what you all have, so I'm coming in here. I'm taking a chance. I don't feel comfortable. I feel less than, but I'm going to come in here anyway because I need what you got because what I've been working with is going to kill me if I keep hanging on to that. And so I understand um, 
the struggle. But one thing I, I know about God, even if leadership does not provide the things that you need, God is the type of God. He always give us what we need if he have to send you back home to mama or to the next door neighbor or to the lady at the grocery store. But he always provides. And we don't want anybody to think that we're talking that the church is of no good. No, that's not what we're saying. We're saying that we have been coming in short in the area of ministering to God's people and where they are. And we need to we need to get better. We need to change. We need to allow the spirit to lead us. Pastor Chris, you're gonna shut Buffet down, but I'm gonna I'm gonna lose you and let you go. <laughs> Pastor Chris. No, I'm a yeah, I'm gonna be good. Uh I'm trying to not get excited about this message because again, you know, some of us that have ministries, we're so busy trying to build the kingdom here on earth. We're so busy trying to do all these things that people can give me recognition. Uh-oh. We, we, we do so many things to, to draw the crowd, but we forgot how to train the saints of God in this present day. We're, we're so busy trying to live our blessed live our blessed life now, naming it and claiming mm-hmm. all this stuff. Mm-hmm. And when we get attacked, we blaming God. Because yeah. we never knew or was taught that as a believer, as I stated earlier, we are going to go through stuff. If you want to be Christ like, you have to go through the process. What is the process? You got to squeeze all that gunk and poison when you was out there dropping it like it's hot or you was slaying them like a pimp. Yeah, I said it. We have to get that stuff squeezed out. Uh Because the first thing we do, and you're right, Sister Lorraine, Sister Roberta, we're so busy judging folks the way they look, but they're trying to get something we forgot about. Uh-oh. Mm-hmm. Because we got caught up on our positions. We got caught up on our Versace shoes. We got caught up on yep. our telemade suits and our hats. But that saint is looking for something that we've lost. What is that? The first love of Christ. They don't know nothing about dress. They don't know nothing mm-hmm. about wearing Versace shoes. They just coming as they are. They just want yeah. to get a piece of the love that they've been missing all their life. But the first thing we do at church, folks, is cut their head off. And we got to stop mm-hmm. the nonsense and look at ourselves in the mirror and stop all this crucifying of folks that just wants a piece of what we got, or some of us got. Yeah. Uh-oh. And that's a relationship mm-hmm. with God. Oh, Let me pump my brakes, and I'm done. Back to you. I tell you one thing, uh, Pastor Chris and panel. When that, when you come out of the street, you know real. You know real, and yep. you know fake, and you know phony. So when you come in there, they're not looking for no storefront religion. They're looking for nope. a relationship with the true and living God. Because they have most most of the time when a person comes out of the world into the church, he's sick and tired of being sick and tired. And we need to have something to serve them besides a lukewarm message and a leftover song. 
I said it, I said it, I said it. A lukewarm message and a leftover song. Every every now and then, it and everybody want a fresh meal that you are preparing just for them. But the meals that you done warmed up and warmed up and warmed up, they don't keep, you might feed me with that because I'm really, really hungry when I come in. But after a while, I want something fresh and I want something new. And I want something every time from God. And so uh, that's where we are. I'm going to I'm gonna Lorraine, combine. Can I say something? Go ahead. Can I say something? Okay. Go ahead, Tammy. And then you go, Roberta. Go ahead, Tammy. Okay. So what I want to also allow us to recognize and see that when we put ourselves in judgment of those individuals, male or female, we're pushing away the help. And what I mean mm. by that, when they're coming in, they already know, like, God, there's a hunger, there's a calling, there's a thirst that I want, but I don't know how to get it to full fruition mm. like you have already showed me in dreams, in vision, or let the people in the street tell me, hey, you know this ain't for you. Get on in the church and use your anointing. And so we wondering why our health ain't in the church, why the number's not there, because you done pushed them away. Mm. Mm-hmm. We don't pay mm-hmm. attention to that. We're going to get them back, Tammy, because Corona's going gonna to see to that. When we get through, we're going to be real. We're going to look in the mirror and see the real man in the mirror. Go ahead, Sister Roberta. <laughs> yes, I was, I was reminded of what uh, the Lord told me one day. I went to, uh, and, I, and I use this because I believe it's true. Uh, I went to uh, a game, Slagging Heart and Archer Hill basketball game. And they had That's that a big deal there. Because it was so big. It was so large. And, and and they sold out, and I was sitting there, and I was like, I was saying, Lord, why we can't fill the churches like this? He said, Look around. I looked around. He said, What are they here for? I said, a Basketball game. He said, What are they gonna get? I said, a Basketball <clears throat> game. He said, When the church start giving the people what they come there for, mm-hmm. they will pack mm-hmm. the house. So people are coming to church to get help. Mm-hmm. They're coming to church to be delivered. And instead of them giving them what they come for, they're giving them what you what you said they give them. But when we mm-hmm. learn how to seek God, and those young people that's coming out the street that know that they, they, they need the anointing of God and God is calling on their life, when we allow when we allow the Spirit of God to be released in their lives, it will pack the house. We wouldn't have to worry no. about members. We wouldn't have to worry about programs mm-hmm. to draw members. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Because I'm going to tap, tap dance on that I'm going to tap dance on that You just opened the door now Now when you said that All I could see is when I was going to the club I bought me a club outfit I never will forget I bought me this royal blue get up And boy why did I buy that royal blue get up Because I was going to the club baby And I didn't have no money after I bought my get up Now for you young folks that don't know what that is That's an outfit I didn't have no money after I bought my get up to, to, to buy me no drink when I got to the club so I had to make sure the get up got me a drink. And I went in that club with that get up that raw blue get up on and boy they were buying they were buying them drinks left and right. So you're right. Where did I go to that club for? I went for the loud music. I went for the more half drunk men that wanna dance and buy me drinks. And I went for the dancing. And what did I get when I got to the club? The music was loud the men was half drunk, the drinks was coming, and I was dropping it like it was hot on the dance floor. So it's just what you're saying. When I came out of that world, that world of situations, 
I wanted, I came to the church. I wanted to meet God. I wanted to serve God. I wanted to experience God. So it's just what you said. When we give people what they want, they'll come back for more. So what does that tell us when, when the fall, people start falling away? You don't chase God and just fall completely away from him like you never met him before. He's more powerful than that. But what we met at the church was the human pictures in the foyer. And we met the, 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 the six-week class we got to go to, and all they pumped was, you got to call him Bishop Tutu, and you got to call, call her uh, First Lady uh, Greenleaf. And we did all of those things and taught the, the newcomers what was expected from leadership. But did we really introduce them to God? Because if, if, if we introduce a man or woman to God, his life changes the day he meets him. The day we meet God, we change completely, forever. We can never go back to being a fool again because knowledge and wisdom just came into our life. The light just came on. So you can turn the physical light out in my life, but you can never dispel the light of the, the wisdom of God in my life by knowing him. Wow, wow, and wow. Pastor Chris, can I, can I go to 1314, or are you standing on your head over there? Oh, I'm good. Go ahead. I'm just, I'm just following the lead. I'm not trying to go off yet, but the band's still trying to hint. But I'll let you go ahead, go ahead and get this word in. Thirteen, fourteen, and then we're gonna go to our callers, and we're gonna do our housekeeping because we definitely want to uh, hear from our callers. And Pastor Chris, if you got some some most song like I can't stop praising His name, we want a song after we uh, expound upon these scriptures here. Wherefore, wherefore, since since we wrestle against these, not against flesh and blood, and since we're wrestling against powers and, and principalities, wherefore, take unto you, saints of God, the whole armor of God, that ye may be able to what? Withstand in the evil day. Would you not say we're in an evil day? And having done all to stand, what do you do when you did everything you need to do in your life? Stand, therefore having your loins girded about with truth and having on the breastplate of righteousness. So you do these things in order to be able to stand. And when you've done them, start standing. Standing on what? Standing on the truth. Because your loins have been girded about and have you put on the breastplate of righteousness. That's right applications of the things that you've learned. Do what you know. Righteousness. Sister, Sister uh, uh, Elder John. Yes, ma'am. 13, yes, ma'am. 14, sir. 13, 14. Okay, take on the whole armor of God. Um, mm-hmm. we, we can't pick and choose on what piece of armor we're going to put on our body. Um, just like Amen. a soldier in the battlefield, you can't pick and choose. You got to put on all of your armor to be able to stand, to be able to survive in the battlefield. And for us Christians, we got to have the whole arm of God to stand against all the evil tricks, the wiles of the devil, the, 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 the demons that's out there that's working against um, the children of God. Uh, we got to be reminded of those things, got to be taught those things, that way we'll be able to stand. Amen. Amen. Having our learns go about with truth and having the breastplate of righteousness, we got to stand forth in our loins. Um, we we got to have truth in the inward part. As David said, Amen. God desires truth in the inward parts. And truth was, you know, we're standing on God's word. We're, we're not uh, double-minded. 
Uh, we're mm. not twisting God's word um, because if, if we don't have truth, then it, it makes all the other farmer um, ineffective. So we gotta have we gotta have truth to be um, in full effect of, of God's armor. Amen. But John, you was in the military and um, you did very well in, in in being there. How many times did, did when you, the horn blowed or however they got you to the battlefield that you get out there and you said, "Oh man, I forgot my gun." How many times did that happen, Brother John? Uh, to me, never. They say they, they tell you that. Never. They tell you in basic training. They tell you uh, the M16. That's your best friend. That's that's your. All right. As you say for for the males, they say that's your new girlfriend. Hey man, you want to oh, keep wow. your okay. Okay, the whole time. And you know, without your without your weapon, then you you have no effect on on the battlefield. And just like for us, Amen. we don't have the word of God. If we don't have the word of God, we do not affect it in this battle. Amen. But there's no time that that we're safe to go to go anyway. We can't even go to bed at night without the presence of the Holy Ghost in our lives and in our hearts. Amen. So Tammy, as we deal with with standing and having your loins girded about with truth and having on the breastplate of righteousness. What say ye be to this? Well, everything in here, it talks about, but our back. Our back is being covered by our people in the churches with the prayer. Mm-hmm. You got my backside. I got your backside. We're going to pray this thing mm-hmm. together. And now we have Amen. to get to. You have to cover yes. my back at all times. You know, and no matter what it looks like, stand. Even we standing back to back like... Um, Elder John was saying in the military, you know, you have to sleep. I'm, I'm leaning, I'm leaning up against you. You gonna lean up against me, mm-hmm. so can, you know. So we ain't get no crook in our necks, and that's the same spiritualness that God wants to see in the church. So we don't need to seek information. Well, what's going on over there? Information uh, right. uh, in the body of Christ is a is a means of prayer, uh, a means of how to pray. We we don't have to seek information. Anything you need to know about me, God has already revealed it to you. Absolutely. If you need, or if you can handle it, amen. Or as you're going into prayer, the Holy Spirit will reveal what's needed, mm-hmm. what amen, what we have to see. So, yeah, absolutely, amen. Sister Roberta, a lot of times people, what you say, Pastor Chris? Mister 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 Yeah. Yeah, I just wanted to add before you go to um, Mister Roberta. Um, we talk about that belt of truth. Also, we talk about for us, and we, we got to have that integrity. I'm saying for mm-hmm. the integrity when, when nobody else is like looking, like I say it, it, it's yeah. one thing you know we appear we, we appear one way in the public, one way in the church, um, and mm-hmm. other people, but we got to be truthful when when nobody else is around. You know what I'm saying we got to have that in, in, integrity. You know what I'm saying mm-hmm. so basically basically saying Christians we can't live a double life. You know, uh, uh, brother Chris, uh, not Chris, brother Chris, uh, Elder John, somebody needs to teach a, a class in the church on integrity. Because uh, as a, a former business owner, uh, I learned early in the game, we as church people don't have much of that. We'll, we'll sign a, a letter of intent, I owe you, and I will pay you, and they just line, line, and line. And so you have to, you mm-hmm. have to develop a forgiving heart when you're in business for the church. Uh, Sister Roberta has Thank experienced you. the same thing in her business. Uh, let me have that pan of dressing. I will give you uh, the money, uh, woman of God, and she's still waiting on her money two, three years later. <laughs> and so integrity is something we really need to teach right along with the armor. We, de- we need Thank to you. teach that because we're lacking in that area. 
If I tell you I'm going to do something, I'm going to do it. If I don't do it, you can call me because I don't forgot it. But we, we are lacking in that area. Yeah. Go ahead. He, he, taught that. he taught us it's better to make a vow than not make one and not keep it. So mm-hmm. he taught us that. Mm-hmm. He began to find the scriptures that we want to condemn the body of Christ over for a sermon and the ones that relate to us. We we don't even want to talk about it. Right. Right. But I believe we're in a transitioning stage, uh, saints of God. We're in a place now where, where God's going to let the rubber meet the road. And uh, we're going to have to be who we say we are and do what we say we believe. And, uh, and if mm-hmm. we don't, we're going to be in a world of trouble because God ain't playing no games. He ain't playing Amen. no games and he ain't got no favorites. Amen. Sister Roberta. Yes. Yeah, she's trying to step on my toes about uh, uh, buying some pieces and not paying back. That's what she's trying to do. <laughs> 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 I know. Oh, I ain't calling no name. You know, everything everybody said is so true. And that was one of the things I was going to deal with integrity. You know, and that's mm-hmm. also with, with dealing with bill collectors. You know, a lot of people think mm-hmm. that they can sign their name on the dotted line and get a credit card, don't have to pay their bills. It's crazy. Mm-hmm. And, you know, and uh, they'll say, well, well, they got plenty of money. But that's that wasn't the agreement you made. You right, to pay right. Them. So that that integrity, that 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 love, girl, about with truth. So you've lied. If you're not paying your bills, you're a liar. Yep. So yeah. you're lying. You know. So so mm-hmm. this is one of the things that he tell us: uh, uh, stand and having your love, girl, about with truth. Mm-hmm. That's the truth. That that deals with everything. That's just not talking about just in church. That's your whole lifestyle. That the whole armor is your whole lifestyle. Is what mm-hmm. you become. You be, what you become. And 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 the, the this this uh, girl of truth. Jesus is the truth. He's the truth. You Amen. Jesus, you putting him on. So actually, you represent him in every area of this armor. Is is talking about him. Jesus hmm. himself, you know, and he said, and, and we have to stand. We have yes. to continue to stand. How long you stand? You stand till Jesus come back. Amen. That's the stand. You can't Amen. get off the stand. You can't take off this armor. This is this is who you are now. You're a soldier in the army of the Lord. Soldiers can't take off their armor. And this is that's one right. of the things that the believers has, have to learn how to do. And that's why we, we're so weak. In the anointing because we have part of the armor on. Mm-hmm. And the other part, we're like, okay, man, I don't need this part. Like, like, like. Uh, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like, so we can't choose. We have to do this. This is our new. We have, to, is, we have mm-hmm. to. You know, as the devil going to eat you up. Hmm. That is so. That's so true, uh, Sister Roberta. I remember uh, back in the day coming up as a little girl. And we see our mothers and, and our, our older older relative women, female uh, relatives, they go in there, they put that long line bra on and that girdle. <laughs> and baby, whatever they were before, they they sleek and slim after. Because oh, that was when they had them corset, corset girdles. They couldn't breathe that good, but they would they would they put them dresses on and they was dressed to the max. Now when you get them home and they take all that out and things begin to expand, don't send them. Don't be telling all the people, Sailor Rain. Not a young girl wearing spanks, but we, we got yes, these tools that we oh, use God. to pull stuff together. 
know what I'm saying? We trying to pick and choose. I don't like no pantyhose, but see, it's part of the get up. It's oh, part of the makeup. So, so go ahead and put your armor on. <laughs> Praise God. And I even met a man one time that was wearing a girdle. So, so men wear yeah. girdles too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. them them bought them t-shirts that got spandex in them. Everybody's trying to pull that stuff together and 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 keep from being uh uh uh, uh looked at wrong. Oh, no. But uh, Pastor Chris, I I remember. Yes, I remember when I found out that integrity is something you put on like a necktie. I didn't know this. Mm-hmm. I found this out in New Mexico. I was in New Mexico mm-hmm. in Santa Fe, and I walked because of Sister Roberta. I walked into this jewelry store in New Mexico, and I was in there just I was just being a tourist. I ain't wasn't gonna buy nothing. We was we was having a good time, me and her, and I just was peeping in the in the in the showcase there, and you know. The guy come up and he starts saying, "Try this on, try this on." You know, I'm thinking, "Okay, I'm like a, I'm like a little girl in the doll store. I'll try that on." Oh, that's pretty. Then I tried on something and started liking it. And Susan Roberta go there, she became a chili, uh, cheerleader. She sat on the stool and started cheering me on. Get that, get that one. Why you put that one back? And I'm looking at her like, I ain't got nobody body here. And so she kept, on, "Oh, that was nice, that Now you all, you know, you know, you ought to get that one." And with, when it's all said and done, I walked out the show with the ring in, on my finger. And you know Uh-oh. what? The guy trusted me to send the money back when I got home. Now, New oh, Mexico wow. is over a thousand miles from where I was. He gave me a line of credit, and he gave me the, the payment that I was gonna make. And he told, and I told him my down payment that I didn't have with me. I was sending when I got home. That man trusted me to do it. And wow. so I, I, I ended up doing it, paying the jury off. And I went back another time, and he did it again. And I looked at him, I say, you don't know me. Why do you keep doing this? He said, I, I know the character of people. Wow. So thank you, God. Go ahead, Uncle. Roberta. You got me in trouble. He, 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 he was with Oprah. I told him I was Gab. It's Oprah here. <laughs> Uh-oh. I, I think Sister but Roberta it's, it's amazing to me. It's amazing to me, Pastor Chris, how we wear this thing. Sister Roberta is, is a person. Now, I, I'm, I was all real funny about Mr. Brown. Now, any and every woman can't come to my house while I'm out of town and eat soup with Mr. Brown. I called home one time. I was out of town. I said, what you doing, baby? I was sitting there, me and Bertie eating soup. And it was okay with my heart. You know why? Because she wears her integrity out front. I knew she was a woman of God that I could trust. And that's our relationship. That's been our relationship. And we'll go to glory with that same relationship. Amen. Amen. Pastor Chris, talk about yes, integrity, because I think you got a story to tell about integrity, Pastor Chris. Oh, yeah. I got a T-shirt, the hat, MP3, 8-track <laughs> tape, record. I, I got it. See, I, I, was, I was bad at that because, you know, you know mm-hmm. I, I turned away. I said, you know what? I'm so sick and tired. Of this religious mumbo jumbo I'm going to do my thing Now mind you Of course I, I was the praise Worship leader I was learning The word becoming a minister all that And then I pumped my brakes And I said you know what I had enough So yeah I went crazy Went rogue just went straight Bananas but see the thing mm-hmm. Is God got My attention and when I understood that it wasn't about how Chris felt, it's about his people. 
It's not mm-hmm. about all your flaws. It's about my people. Now, when I stopped, looked in the mirror, and I realized that this thing that we walk in integrity is important, I looked in the mirror daily. I did self-diagnosis daily. I stopped blaming other people for not me getting to where I need to be. And that's the key. Mm-hmm. We like to blame float folks all the time. We like to put mm-hmm. the point the finger. Oh, it's my wife's fault. Oh, it's my husband's fault. Oh, it's Pookie's fault. No, it's your fault. You got to look mm-hmm. in the mirror and realize who you are in God. So integrity came. It was birthed. Even with what we do here at TPV Radio, integrity is key. We, I want to make sure that the family, not clients, do you hear what I'm saying? The family is taken care of. Therefore, mm-hmm. if the family's taken care of, the ministry's taken care of. And the integrity mm-hmm. of the ministry will walk forth. I don't have to prove nothing. The Spirit of God will prove who we are as TPV Radio. But see, that's what I'm Amen. saying. That's a, that's a whole nother two-hour show. Just right there with what God is doing. But anyway, let me pump the brakes. We're running out of time. So, Sister Lorraine, Sister Roberta, back to you. Pastor Chris, let's, uh, let's go to our callers so that if we have not uh, addressed some of their issues and concerns, we'll have time to, to deal with it. Because, like I say, our coming together every Saturday is about the people. And we don't want to just come and feed them and don't give them a chance to burp. So we want to um, go to the callers, and if callers, uh, he's going to call the last four digits of your number. Unmute your phone so that you can speak, and if you, if you don't want to uh, have comments, questions, or even prayer requests, uh, just simply say, I'm listening, and we'll move on. We would just love to hear your voice and just uh, touch bases with you on that way. Uh, so, Pastor Chris, could we have our first caller, please? Yes, ma'am. All right, callers. First up, 2985. 2985, you are live on the air. God bless you. When I think about his goodness and all he has done for me, I can dance, dance, dance all night. And I stand firm on this word. If you abide in him and his word abide in you, you can ask him what you will and he will do it. Hallelujah Amen. to the King of Kings. Love the Amen. Amen. Thank you, Sister Ruby. Amen. Next caller. 8638. 8638. You are live on the air. God bless you. Hello, everyone. It's a blessing to be here to hear you all today. I can't stop, won't stop. Thank mm-hmm. you, Lord. I'm not going to turn back. I'm keep moving forward. Thank you, Lord. I'm putting on the whole armor of God every day. Thank you all for this beautiful lesson today. Thank you, Sister Lorraine, Sister Roberta, Brother Chris. Thank you all so much. God bless. God bless you. That's my little sister, Margaret. Margaret Burrell. Thank you, Sister Margaret, for tuning in. God bless you real good, sister. Man. 79.91. 7991, you are live on the air. God bless you. Good afternoon. Uh, this is Jeanette, and I enjoyed the lesson today. 
Thank you, Sister Jeanette. Love you. Next caller, 8057-8057. You are live on the air. God bless you. Hi, I enjoyed the message. Just listen. God bless. Thank, thank you, love. God bless you. Amen. Next caller, 6238. I'm sorry, 6236. 6236, you are live on the air. God bless you. Sixty-two thirty-six. You are live on the air. God bless you. She's just listening. Thank you, Carla, for calling in. We pray God has blessed your life richly. In Jesus' name. Amen. Next caller, twenty-nine eighty. Twenty-nine eighty. You are live on the air. God bless you. We must be just listening as well. Thank you as well, Carla, for calling in. We, we pray that God has um, uh, opened your uh, eyes of understanding to something that you were standing in need of. And uh, our prayer is that you be richly blessed by the buffet on today. God bless you, and thank you for tuning in. Amen. 6015, you are live on the air. God bless you. 6015, you are live on the air. God bless you. Ms. Lucille, if you have your phone on mute, you want to unmute it? Can you hear me? I hear you now, love. Uh, just just call in and let you know we're enjoying the program. Thank, Thank you, Ms. Lucille. We're enjoying the fact that you and uh, Auntie is, is here listening today. God bless you. Amen. Last caller, 4483. 4483, you are live on the air. God bless you. Praise God. Thank you, Pastor Jackson, for listening uh, to us on today. God bless you real good and uh, happy uh, anniversary for your anniversary on tomorrow. Thank you. Thank you. Um, amen. Okay, Pastor Chris, all right. that's all of our Sister calls Lorraine, for today. Back to you. Yes, ma'am. All right, uh, we're going to do our housekeeping, and then we're going to have you uh, play us a song, Pastor Chris. I think if it's okay with everyone, we'll do uh, 15 and 16, and then we'll um, uh, close out with our song. We want to um, thank all of our listeners, and we don't want you to think that because we call out three, three names and their caretakers that they're the only ones that's important to us. We honor these women of God because... First of all, because of their ages, 92, 95, and 96. So we honor them uh, for their faithfulness of listening to us uh, on the buffet every Saturday. We realize that uh, they don't have to do it. And so we want to honor them. Uh, we'll start with Sister Dorothy Curry. That was her daughter, Sister Lucille Preacher, that called, that um, spoke uh, a little while ago. But Sister Dorothy Curry, her two caretakers are Sister Shirley Allen and Sister Lucille Preacher. Uh, Sister Lucille... Uh, we're going to pray for you today Sister Lucille's been a little under the weather And I'm asking Sister Roberta To um, prepare To um, pray for Sister Lucille uh, we, we are aligned That uh, we believe that we should offer you Whatever you stand in need of And right now Sister Lucille needs us to agree with her In prayer for healing In Jesus mighty name Also we want to honor today Sister Ella Priester 
and her two lovely caretakers, Sister Josie Lee Priester and Sister Leola Priester. Those are her two daughters. And I, I just think it's an honor and a privilege to have uh, people to take care of you. And not only do they take care of their mother, but I've seen them do an excellent job. That is one of the reasons um, why I love these women so much, because I've seen them in, in, in the ministry that I'm a part of. I've seen them honor their mothers, and I, I'm just so blessed by that. Uh, last but certainly not least, Sister Earthly Aaron and her two caretakers, uh, Sister Edna Moore and Sister Jeanette Pontoon. And that's uh, our housekeeping for today. Uh, I'm honored, truly honored to um, be with you on today. Uh, I'm going to um, uh, read these last two scriptures. And uh, as I ask you uh, to expound upon them, go ahead and give your final thoughts. Because when I give it to Sister Roberta, I want her to pray for Sister Lucille um, as the Spirit lead and give utterance. Uh, 15 says, and your feet shard with the preparation of the gospel of peace. How many people know that we need peace upon this earth on today? And above all, taking the shield of faith, wherewith ye shall be able to quench all the fiery darts of the wicked one. That's 15 and 16. Brother John, you have the floor to expound. You know what? Let me do 17. And take the helmet of salvation and the sword of the spirit, which is the word of God. And uh, Brother John, you can expound upon those scriptures and give you a final thought for today. We appreciate you, sir. Amen. Um, Psalm 15, um, you got to be ready at all times. Okay, when you're a soldier, um, you're on call, you're on duty 24 hours a day. Um, just like in the, in the, in the military, also in, in God's army, 24 hour day, you got to be ready to go forth um, to teach, to share his word. Um, it's not always planned events, sometimes underplanned. When you meet people on the highway and byway, they to share the word of God with them. And also be able to stand firm um, on his word. And also we need to take on the seal of faith. Um, say without faith, it's impossible to please God. Uh, faith, we believe that God is our protector, our seal, our cover. Um, he's going to keep us on this journey. We have faith in him and his word. And then verse 17, we go on to take on the heaven of salvation and, and the sword of the spirit, which is the word of God. Uh, we want to make sure we, we, we keep our mind because the enemy always try to attack our mind and try to challenge are we saved or not saved? Is God real on our side? So we got to make sure we have that heaven of salvation and also the sword of the spirit and, and say the word of God so we can defeat the enemy. We can come back. We can war against the enemy. Um, because anybody knows, if you've ever been in a fight, um, you got to know offense and you also got to know defense. Sometimes you gotta you gotta bob, you gotta weave, you know what I'm saying, and other times you gotta strike. So we gotta know um how to use um, offense and defense in this battle. Amen. Amen. Thank you so much, Brother John. Sister Tammy, final remarks and if you'd like to sound upon sixteen, seventeen, fifteen, fifteen through seventeen, feel free. Amen. Um it all ties into um the scripture. So, you know, you gotta pursue the truth on a specific topic, study it, study the parts. If you don't understand it, seek counsel from God's word. Memorize it for quicker reference. Put sticky notes on things. Um, you know, make a calendar. Start writing those verses out. Start writing what you're um, not understanding when it comes to the whole armor. Um, do not leave uncovered. And remember that this is a spiritual battle with God. 
not with the physical people. We have to tap into his power, not the enemy. Amen. Amen. Pastor Chris, you have anything you'd like to add to that before we turn it uh, turn it into uh, Sister Roberta for the fi- her final remarks and um, prayer? I'm going to keep it short and sweet. We have to look in the mirror. We have to go back to basic training. We have to understand that we do have the weapons to confront the devil in our day-to-day operations as being a husband, a wife, a, a, a business owner, whatever you do in this world. We have the equipment to stay protected from the arrows of the enemy. The only way you're going to be protected is to have a relationship with God, strip your religion and your doctrine, and learn him for yourself. That's how you'll get strong. That's how your armor will stay fit, and you will win this battle day to day and have other people come to you and help them build their armor and vice versa, and it'll grow and grow and grow. Let's go back to basics, family. So I'm done. Back to you. Amen. So, so, so Roberta, as you make ready to pray, uh, we want to remember uh, our very own Sister Davis, uh, who uh, got in touch with me and told me she was a little under the weather today. We also want to remember uh, Sister Lucille, and we want to remember bereaved families all over the world. Uh, those who are uh, uh, battling COVID-19, we definitely want to remember you and we call you out. Um, uh, we, we declare that you're healed and you're whole and you're delivered by the power of Almighty God. Uh, we're in the trenches together and we realize that there are many of you who are listening to us who are going through. And we just want to encourage you to continue to hold fast to the things that, that you know uh, about God. And at the end of the day, he will not fail you. We promise you that after Sister Roberta uh, come with her, her prayer, her final words, uh, Pastor Chris, you can take it, take us to a song, and we'll see you next Saturday at the buffet. Sister uh, Roberta, you have 20 minutes to use as you please. Amen. I just want to say <clears throat> one thing we have to remember that we're, we're all in the army. If you believe in Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, we're in the same army. We're not fighting each other, but we're fighting the devil. But we, <clears throat> how we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but we wrestle against Satan himself, his principalities and powers of wickedness. But one thing that I believe the body of Christ, what we need to do is what Jesus said. They'll know you by your love that you have for one another. We learn how to love each other, love God, love ourselves, and love each other. That's the greatest love. And once we learn love, have a relationship with God, find out who he is, then we'll find out who we are ourselves because we don't know who we are. We only know what we've been taught about us, but God knows us inside out. And our life is hidden in him that we remember that it's in Christ. Nothing else is in Christ that we move and have our being. We become successful, successful in every area of our life if we listen to the Holy Spirit and allow him to lead and guide us into all truth. 
all truth. And one of the things that we put on the breastplate of righteousness, the shield of faith, girl to ourselves, <clears throat> do what God say do, we automatically win. And we thank God for that. I thank God for the panel today. I thank God for everything that was that was said. And I just pray that we would take heed to it. Not it just don't be words, but we would take heed to everything that has been said and know that we can do all things through Christ that strengthen us. He gives us the strength. He gives us the wisdom, the knowledge, and how to do it. And realize that there is no microwave fix or no easy a shortcut. We have to do it the way he said do it because he's the one giving us the assignment to do it. So we have to obey our instructor, which is God Almighty, through Jesus Christ. And he allowed us, the Holy Spirit, to come live inside of us and show us how to live this Christian life. And in going, I want you to know this, that Jesus is the way, the truth, and the life. If you, read, if you hold on to that scripture, and no matter what you go through, no matter how dark your path is, you know that the way is already made, and he is the life. And I just want you to be blessed. And as I pray for uh who am I praying for again? Sister Sister Lucille. Sister Lucille okay. and um however the spirit leads you, you have ample time. Yeah. Okay. All right. Let us go before the throne of grace. Heavenly Father, we come before you now in the name of Jesus. Lord, we truly thank you. We thank you that you are a very present help in time of need. Heavenly Father, we need you more now than ever before. Father, we know that you are God and beside you there is no other. You told us to call on you and you will answer sure great and mighty things. You told us, Lord God, that you would lead and guide us into all truth. That the Holy Spirit, as our helper, is there to help us, to comfort us, to strengthen and keep us. And Father, as we come now, we lift up uh, Sister Lucille now in the name of Jesus. Father, she needs healing for her body. And you said you were wounded by her transgression, and the chastisement of your peace was upon her, and by your stripes she was healed. We ask you, Father God, to heal her body in the name of Jesus. We know that doctors are limited, but you are unlimited. And we just ask you, Father God, we set ourselves in agreement for total healing for her body. Father, we thank you in advance for doing it. We thank you because you told us to simply act and believe. And Father, we set ourselves in agreement now in Jesus' name. We lift up those that are battling the COVID-19. Father, we pray that you would strengthen every organ, every every uh, cell in their bodies. That, Lord God, that their body would be strong enough that the virus would run its course and you would heal them now in Jesus' name. That you would cover them with the blood of the Lord Jesus Christ. We pray, Father God, that you would empty out these hospitals from those that are suffering with this virus. Father, we come now to thank you that even in the midst of all the, the, the pain that this virus has caused, it caused us even to look up to you even more. It caused us to turn away from our business schedule and spend time with you. Our Father, for that, we say thank you. We know that nothing happened without your permission. But, Father, you told us also that great is he that is in you than he that is in the world. We thank you that you're greater than anything we encounter. 
We thank you that you're greater than our problems, our fears, our doubt, and our unbelief. Father, in the name of Jesus, I pray for all those that are listening now in Jesus' name. Father God, that your spirit would have free course in their life now. Father, that you would touch them. You know what they stand in need of. Whether it's finance, Father God, whether it's healing, Father God, whether it's salvation, whether it's just to hold on a little longer to a child that's wavering, Father God, that they will not give up on that child. No matter what their children are going through, let them know, Father God, that you are there to fight with them, Father God, that they have to fight the fight of faith, Father God, that, Father God, we don't wrestle with flesh and blood, all but principalities, power, spiritual wickedness in high places. But, oh, God, we thank you that you've given us victory, 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 victory. We thank you, Father God, that we're looking to you who is the author and finish of our faith. And you declare that you who begun a work in us would finish it and present us faultless before the throne of grace. Father, we thank you for that now. We thank you for every pastor, Father God. We know pastors are doing the best that they know how. But, oh, God, we ask you to give them a greater awakening of who you are that they will be able to teach, Father God, that they will be able to preach, Father God, the need of the people, Father. We thank you now. We thank you for Pastor Chris, Father God. Father, we thank you for his heart, Lord God, his heart, Father God, to please your people. His heart, Lord God, is to serve your people. We pray that your anointing to destroy every yoke, Father God, will be upon him, that you will release him, Father God. Father God, that you would exalt him high, Lord God, that you would give him what he needs, Father God. We thank you for moving by your spirit in his life. Father God, with his wife, his children, and everything he set his hands to shall prosper, Father. We thank you now, Lord God. Thank you, Father God, that as he blessed others, that you would bless him, Lord God. And Lord God, all those that are listening, Lord God, we pray your anointing would be upon their lives. We pray, Father God, that they would be doers of your word and not just hearers, Father. We thank you for moving by your spirit. We thank you for, Lord, Lord God, lifting up those that are suffering with mental health, Father God, in the name of Jesus. Father God, we pray and plead the blood of Jesus over them, Father God. We pray that the Holy Spirit would move on their behalf, that the Holy Spirit would heal now in the name of Jesus. Give them what they need, Father God. We thank you, Lord God, that you declared in your word that I will keep you in perfect peace, who mind is staying on you. Father, that you would give them a mind to study a mind to seek your faith, a mind to hear you, Lord God. Give them what they need, Father God. We know, Lord God, that mental health is real. But, oh, God, we know you are realer than mental health. And we thank you, Lord God. We set you in, Lord God. We ask you now in the name of Jesus to go in, Father God, and fix the problem. Lord God, in the name of Jesus, we thank you for covenant with the blood of Jesus. We thank you that this illness will not take them out, Father God. Oh, God, in Jesus' name, we pray for them now, Lord God, pulling down every stronghold, every high thing that exalts itself against the knowledge of your truth, every plan that the enemy has formed against them, Father God. We cancel it now in Jesus' name. We take the presence and the power of the enemy. Holy Ghost, have your way in their life. Holy Ghost, send laborers to them, Father God, to help them now. In the name of Jesus, Father God, we thank you, Father God. Thank you, Lord. And, Father, we lift up all those that are ill, Lord God, in any area of their life. 
Father, that your healing virtue would touch them now. In Jesus' name, we thank you, Lord God. You know all. You know all of them. You know the ones that's on the call that have loved ones that are having problems. Father, we lift them up now in the name of Jesus. Father, we thank you for their obedience. We thank you, Lord God, that they're listening. Father God, we thank you that they hear. Lord God, in the name of Jesus, we just plead the blood of Jesus over them all. Thank you for Lorraine. Thank you for Hubert, Father God. We cover Hubert with the blood of the Lord Jesus Christ. We speak total healing over his life now in Jesus' name. Father, we thank you for healing him from head to toe. We thank you, Lord God. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you for doing it for your glory, Lord God. Thank you for Lorraine, Father God. Thank you for the peace that you've given her that passes all understanding. Thank you for healing Tracy, Father God. We thank you for touching her now in Jesus' name. Father, thank you, Lord God. Father, we ask this all in the mighty name of Jesus, and we thank you in advance. Father, we give you all the glory, the honor, and the praise, and we shout glory and victory now in the name of Jesus. Have your way, Lord God. Have your way, Lord God. Move as you will. Hallelujah. Father, we don't want to ever stop praising your holy name because you are worthy of all our praise. You're worthy of all the glory. All the honor belongs to you, Father God. And we reverence you now. We bow in your presence where there's fullness of joy, pleasures forevermore. Lord God, we thank you. Thank you, Father God, for looking at the, over the children, Father God, that they're sending back to school. Father, we come against the spirit of fear. So you've not given us the spirit of fear, but of power and of love and of a sound mind. We thank you for covenant teachers covering all those that are involved, the children, the students, with the blood of the Lord Jesus Christ. Father, don't let the children suffer for, for, for man uh, ignorance, Lord God. Father, you said you would not have us ignorant over Satan devices. Oh, in the name of Jesus, we thank you, Lord God, for moving by your spirit. And we give you glory. We give you honor. In Jesus' name we pray and ask this. Amen and amen. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Pastor Chris, we will do. Um, if you have final final remarks, you're good, and your song, and we'll see everybody next Saturday at the buffet at noon. Pastor Chris. Amen. Well, there's pretty much nothing else to say. Uh, I am stuffed spiritually, and I'm famished physically but this was an awesome word of god so please come back next week same time same place we're also on tpv radio on facebook you can listen there or live 365 you can listen there or you can go to our website www.tpvradionetwork.com and give you good news family the psalmist voice radio network has been considered Another year, 2021 Stellar Awards and the 2021 Spin Awards. We thank God for his open door. And we got a special surprise for Saturday's Buffet, too. So check your email. Just saying. But anywho, we'll get into that as weeks go on. We love you, family. God bless you. And we're going to go out with Pastor Shirley Caesar, Armor of God. We'll see you next week, family. God bless you.
TV Radio, Central Texas. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.